It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Good morning. It's Thursday morning. It's chore time here at the Shank of the Day on Wax 104.5. Glad to have you along, Bob and Jill, with you this morning as we're looking for some snow to come into the area later on this afternoon about uh, afternoon chore time. We're going to see some snow starting to fall more up north, a little less down south, maybe down south a couple inches to a, to a little bit of a skiff of snow. Further north, maybe Eau Claire points north, two to five inches, so that's coming. But that's later on this afternoon. Today, during most of the daylight, it should be pretty nice. We'll talk more about the weather as we go along this morning. But uh, Bob and Jill, as we said, with you this morning, and we were on the road yesterday. You were, where were you yesterday? I went to New Auburn first, then I went to Rice Lake. All right, and uh, Rice Lake, the uh, Compere Financial had a meeting, right? Compere Financial, they were talking about their crop insurance, and we I had the opportunity to talk to a commodity broker okay. from out of the cities. All right, so we'll hear uh, his, I don't know, recommendations or forecasts or guesses or whatever it might be for what's going on with commodities. We've also got that report, that big USDA report, the February World Agriculture Supply and Demand Estimates came out yesterday. Not a lot of number changes, but we'll get you updated on what that's all about. Uh, pretty good sales, changing the date for DMC sign-up for dairy farmers. So we got lots to talk about the calendar. Hopefully we're going to get a chance to uh, give you some names of some young people that did well in the uh, Section 7 District Speaking Contest. We'll do that, hopefully, for uh, District 7, which is their Section 7, which is over in central Wisconsin. So uh, lots to do this morning, including our weather. FFA on the air this week. We were over at, uh, you and I were over at uh, Owen Withy yep, the other we day. So Withy. we'll have Owen Withy. Uh, we got Travis Engel and Jacob Green over there as the leaders of the FFA program. And that's a great story because uh, I remember when I first came here, there was an FFA at Owen Withy. And then they dropped the program. And then Travis Engel came back to town. He's a native of the area. Came back and put in a a tremendous program over there now. And uh, they've even got the second instructor, Jacob Green, who's originally, or Caleb Green, rather. Caleb is originally from uh, Stanley Boyd. He's over to Owen Withy now in the classroom. So uh, a great story. So they'll be on Saturday morning with the FFA. And then uh, next week it'll be the Elmwood FFA so, again, good things coming up here. And, of course, a lot of meetings. We'll look at the calendar and uh, all kinds of things uh, that we'll be keeping you up to date on. So a busy time here. And the good thing is we can talk to people face-to-face. It's not virtual and it's not Zoom. We're live here on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, get some gas. You're going to need it for the snowblower because I think we're going to have enough snow for uh, blowing Unless you want a shovel, that's that's fine, too. Well, let's check our Skywarn 13 weather. Brought to you by Markwart Motors. Hey, Markwart has the area's largest pre-owned inventory with pre-owned selections arriving daily. You always hear Alex talking with Tony from out there at Markwart, and Tony's always talking about the inventory and the great inventory they got. So check them all out. They got vehicles that will get you through the snow at markwartmotors.com. And there is snow in the forecast for later today down south of Eau Claire, probably uh, two inches to maybe uh, trace. You get to Eau Claire and points north, two to five inches probably, as it'll start to three, four o'clock this afternoon is what the forecast is calling for now. High today will be about 27. It should hold about that way overnight. And tomorrow, 34 with a little bit of leftover snow still in the forecast. But then it's going to get cold. One of those Canadian clippers coming our way. Friday night into Saturday, it's going to be below zero, five below, and then Saturday high of only about eight above, partly sunny. And again, it'll be below zero on Saturday night into Sunday, about 14. Then we'll have a high of about 22 on Valentine's Day on Monday, so not too bad. Everybody pretty much around our area in the teens, Eau Claire, Rice Lake, Wausau, Marshfield, all at 19. Medford's at 16 this morning. 
We've got lacrosse at 24, Milwaukee at 29, Madison Sun Prairie at 25-26 in Green Bay. Not a bad morning out there. Remember yesterday, we were in the 30s on Wax 104.5. It's 5 o'clock, actually just a minute after. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. Here's some news this morning. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. A protest over COVID mandates in Canada is stretching across the border again. It's now affecting automakers. Toyota is pausing production at its Ontario facility, while output is also on hold at a Ford plant. Chrysler maker Stellantis also reported disruptions yesterday. This is because a convoy of trucks has partially shut down the busiest border crossing between Canada and Michigan. Experts fear it could impact more vehicles and other products. There are currently no plans to use the U.S. military to evacuate Americans from Ukraine. If Americans that are in Ukraine heed the warnings that they have gotten from the State Department and from the president himself, there should be no need for the 82nd Airborne to have to assist with evacuation missions. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby says Americans have had ample opportunity to leave Ukraine in an orderly manner as Russia prepares for a possible invasion. President Biden and the State Department have advised Americans to exit Ukraine unless they have official diplomatic or military advisory duties. Congress one step closer to avoiding a government shutdown this year. A bipartisan agreement has been reached on a framework for a spending package that would fund the government through September. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says this is critical to meeting the needs of the American people. According to a new study, changing your diet could help you live up to 13 years longer if you start when you're young. Lisa Taylor explains. Researchers created a model to compare replacing what they call a typical Western diet with one focused less on red meat and processed foods and more on fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and nuts. The study contends that people who begin eating a so-called optimized diet at age 20 could increase their lifespan by 10 to 13 years. I'm Lisa Taylor. And it's day six of the Beijing Olympics and the U.S. is adding to its medal count. Figure skater Nathan Chen won gold last night. That 22-year-old is now the first American to score gold in an individual skating event since 2010. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And again, a quick check of our weather forecast. If you're just rolling out or getting ready to head out after third shift or heading to the other farm for chores, no problems this morning. But uh, later on, could be uh, a little bit tricky. We're going to get snow around here starting, oh, I don't know, 2, 3, 4 o'clock this afternoon, they're telling us. And down south of Eau Claire, couple inches to less than that in the north from Eau Claire North, probably uh, two to five inches. But again, that'll start uh, later this afternoon. High today is about 27, some leftover snow tomorrow, it looks like, with a high of 34. And then Saturday, it's going to get cold because Friday night, it'll get five below zero. Then Saturday, a high of only about eight above. Sunday, 14. Monday, 22. Tuesday, 31. So a uh, short lived a spell here of a little snow and a little cold temperatures. Right now, it's 20 degrees in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. It's mostly in the teens to low 20s all across Wisconsin. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Wisconsin winters are a polarizing experience. You either love them or you want to leave them. Be sure to enter the Rural Mutual Insurance Love It or Leave It sweepstakes, where each week you can win prizes by voting for the things you love and dread about winter. Visit us at RuralMutual.com to vote. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get after the markets. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Jill, kick off the livestock mm-hmm. numbers. Choice fed beef steers are 131 to 143 with mixed at 113 to 130. Choice fed beef heifers are 129 to 143 with mixed at 79 to 128. Choice fed Holstein steers are 110 to 126 and a half with selects at 80 to 109. Cows are 44 to 68 with a top of 82 and a half. Bulls are 70 to 103. Butcher hogs are 44 to 59 with sows at 45 to 51. Boars are coming in at 15 to 20. New crop market lambs are 220 to 265. And old crop market lambs are 215 and down. 
Feeder lambs are 230 to 375. And at the Livestock Exchange for Futures, higher yesterday for the most part. April live cattle, 147.82 at the close. That's up $1.65. June at 142.47, up 122. In August, 141.07, that was up 95. Feeder cattle for March, 168.27, up $1.40. April feeders at 172.57, up 80. May 176.72, that's up 82. August 186.05, up 90. September at 187.50, that's up 77. Lean hog carcass contracts, April 104.77, that's up 97. May at 108.95, up 145. And June at 114.50, that's up 175. Board of Trade uh, also higher yesterday. Dry in South America. It affected that report we'll talk about later on. And then uh, beans were up 25 cents yesterday on the March contract. Corn up 14. Overnight, March corn up a fraction at 647. The oats down to at 770. March wheat up a nickel at 790. Soybeans for March up 8 cents overnight. $16.02 a bushel. Getting into some pretty deep water there. Soybean meal up 490 a ton at $466.80. Barrel cheese down three and a quarter at 185 and three quarters. The blocks unchanged 190. Butter up two and a half at 253 and a quarter. $22 milk on the board. February though is down three at 2066. And then March up 36 at 2204. April up 62 at 2251. May up a half a dollar at 2220. And June up 34 cents at 2207 as prices were higher through December. As we look at the markets, brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time to talk co-ops again, our Alcivia Cooperative Talk program, and we're going to talk about finding some folks to go to work with. Brian Musser. Brian is the talent acquisition partner with Alcivia, and Brian, we're getting to that time of the year, mid-February, where it won't be too long, and we're going to need an awful lot of help. What's the strategy? What are you looking for at Alcivia at the locations we have around the state? Hey Bob, thanks for thanks for having me. Um, yeah, the, the snow is uh, going to be melting here this week, and uh, spring is right around the corner. And we're looking for uh, lots of CDL drivers to help us haul fertilizer and seed out to the farms. Uh, we have a variety of locations um, across Wisconsin, down from southern Wisconsin all the way up to northwestern Wisconsin, and uh, looking for a variety of. Of, of help at our operations locations to get those products out to, to farms. Um, and we always have a, a number of full-time openings as well, looking for full-time uh, CDL drivers. Uh, we have a number of office positions, sales positions, a variety of opportunities that folks can, can take a look at. Um, all of our careers are posted out at our website, uh, alcibia.com slash careers and a variety of opportunities out there for folks to take a look at. And a variety of uh, benefits, uh, competitive salaries. you got a lot of things to offer prospective workers, whether they be full-time or just seasonal, right? It really is a great company. Uh, I love the, the culture here. Uh, we're down to, down to earth as a farm co-op, and our farmers wouldn't let us have it any other way. Um, great benefits package, uh, 401k match. Uh, competitive wages, annual wage potential. Uh, we have uh, annual bonus potential for all employees. Uh, we do a number of uh, of other nice little perks, and it's just uh, you know come in, work hard, have a good attitude, and uh, it's a great place to make a career out of. We have every month folks celebrating ten, twenty, thirty, even forty years with the co-op, and it's um, it's really nice to see. Now seasonal help. We're into February. We're not full speed ahead yet, but as you said, it won't be long. What are the dates where you'd like to have these folks uh, coming in so they can start when it's time to go? You're looking for them right now? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I just posted um, our locations. We actually have a uh, CDL and a general labor and admin posting on our website at all times. So at any time of year, if someone wants to get their name uh, in the ring, uh, they can they can apply. 
but I just posted per location for all, all of our agronomy locations, Evansville, Cottage Grove, uh, Marcusan, uh, Genoa City, Union Grove, uh, up in the north, uh, our main ones up there, Durand, New Richmond, Ellsworth, Osseo, uh, looking for, for CDL drivers. So they can go apply right now, and we'll start doing interviews. Uh, you can also you can apply online, or they can just go directly to a location. We have paper applications as well. Folks want to just go in and meet our, uh, our site managers there. And, um, yeah, uh, now's the time. Uh, they can apply anytime and probably, you know, depending on when the snow melts and farmers get rolling, March, April time frame is, is usually when we really, really start moving uh, into that uh, early spring. Brian Musser is with us, trade acquisition partner with Alcivia Co-op on our Alcivia Cooperative Talk program this morning. And the H2A program, is that something that you can use at Alcivia to uh, hire workers that are, uh, you know, just the seasonal workers? Yeah, H2A is a pretty interesting program. And um, as everyone's aware, it's a really tough time to, uh, to find labor. Um, you know, baby boomers are retiring. There's just not enough people out there to do all the jobs. And, and we need hundreds of, of seasonal workers and drivers. We have over 300 drivers in our company and other folks in operations that help keep things moving and taking care of our, our farmers. And so because we just simply can't find enough people in the United States, uh, we use the H2A program. We actually bring over uh, folks from South Africa and uh, great guys come over and great attitudes. They want to work as many hours as they can get. They just want to help out and, and make money to take back to their families as in their country in South Africa, they're actually the minority and uh, it's very tough for them to find work. And so it's really a win-win. Uh, we get them to work, help them take care of their families, and we get that labor that is, is so hard to find right now. And so we are actually working through that process right now and hoping to get our approval here real soon so we can get rolling with them. And, Brian, uh, one final question. You mentioned all the locations of all civic cooperatives around the state, but is there one kind of a clearinghouse website that we can go to? Yes. Yeah, so if you go to com, and I believe it's Connect in the top and then Locations, you can see all of the locations for Alcivia. And then, again, if you go to the careers, uh, click on careers in the upper right or com slash careers, uh, you can see all of our positions. You can go to the middle of the page and search. And we have uh, part-time, full-time, seasonal operations, uh, sales, management, you name it. Um, I got a job for just about anybody. So uh, go out there. Um, folks can also find me on, on LinkedIn or reach out to me directly uh, my number is uh, 608-819-3165. And if people want to just call me and talk about opportunities, I'm, I'm happy to do that as well. And again, that's Brian Musser with Alcivia on our Alcivia Cooperative Talk. And I was talking to Brian as we were getting into the program. He's a native of our area. He's from Chippewa Falls. Graduated from Chai High before he moved down to the southern part of the state. And uh, now in that very important position with Alcivia Cooperative. So Brian Musser... Looking for some work. He's got a lot of jobs for you, so get a hold of that. We've got the, that big report that came out yesterday. We'll take a look at some of those numbers next on Wax. About 17 minutes after 5, and again, snow coming in later, and you get up Barren Russ up in that way later on, winter storm advisory, because it's going to be a little heavier snow-wise. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we do have farm news to look at this morning. And Jill, that big USDA report for February yesterday, what did it show? Uh, U.S. economists made... Ver- USDA economists made very few changes yesterday when they released their February World Agriculture Supply and Demand Estimates. A big reason was the dry weather in South America. That means the corn and soybean crops in both Brazil and Argentina are going to be a little smaller. For corn, they kept U.S. production for the 2021 crop at just over 15 billion bushels on yields of 177 bushels an acre, with ending stocks holding at 1.54 billion bushels after exports and total usage were figured in. But those economists kept their forecasted farm gate corn price at $5.45 a bushel, the same price they've they've forecasted since last October. 
For soybeans, yesterday's report dropped ending stocks slightly, down to 325 million bushels after raising demand for the soybean crush by 25 million bushels. That did increase the expected average soybean price by 40 cents, up to $13 a bushel. For wheat, U.S. ending stocks were raised by 20 million bushels, and the expected price is now $7.30 a bushel, up 15 cents from January. USDA officials announced this week they are giving dairy farmers more time to sign up for the Dairy Margin Coverage Program for 2022. The new deadline is now March 25th. The program was part of the 2018 Farm Bill and is designed to offer protection to dairy farmers when the difference between the all-milk price and the average feed price, known as their margin, falls below a certain dollar amount selected by the producer. So far, almost 9,000 dairy producers have signed up for the program this year. All right, so March 25th, a new deadline for DMC. Thank you, Jill. We've got more farm news, calendar, markets, busy, busy time. Kate Vandenbosch is going to be retiring as the dean of the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences, and our Pam Yonke went down to campus to visit with her. We'll see what she's thinking about as she leaves the university after this academic year. Next on Wax, it's 20 minutes after 5. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. When you look at the University of Wisconsin College of Agriculture and Life Sciences, you look at some leaders that have been very prominent, to say the least, in agriculture over the years. Elton Aberly, Leo Walsh, Molly John, and most recently, Kate Vandenbosch. Bob Bosold a graduate of the University of Wisconsin College of Agriculture and Life Sciences, now doing the farm news here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And, Pam, another change is coming soon in the leadership at the college. Yeah, that's right, Bob. Fabulous farm bay, Pam Yankee, at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, where we are getting ready to bid farewell to Dean Kate Vandenbosch, Dean of the College of Ag and Life Sciences for Uh, Basically going on 12 years now, she had announced last fall that she's going to be ending at the end of this academic term. I had a chance to sit down with uh, Dean Kate at the recent UW Ag Outlook Forum and talk a little bit about what the train was like when she took the job here in Madison. She came to us from the University of Minnesota prior to that, Texas A&M. What were things like, not just as far as the college campus was concerned, but the agriculture climate in Wisconsin overall? She reminisced a little bit before we fast forward to where she's headed next. Well, thanks, Pam. And, uh, you know, that was 2012, so almost 10 years ago now. Uh, I know, time really does pass quickly. And one of the first decisions I had to make was, were we going to go ahead with a request for uh, to the legislature for support on one facility or two? And we went ahead with two. And today, um, we have a finished meat lab mm-hmm. uh, that we've been uh, working in, living in, uh, doing research in for a year now. And uh, uh, our Babcock Hall project uh, is coming down the downhill slope towards compl- uh, completion. Center for Dairy Research is in there, and now we need to complete the dairy plant. So it's really gratifying after years of buildup that we now have those facilities. And uh, so that was a decision made early that it, I think has paid off really well. The other thing was um, at the time that I arrived, the college hadn't collectively done strategic planning for some time. And so we undertook that. And then, you know, just learning to think strategically on an annual basis mm-hmm. became a part of who we are. And I think that prepares you for uh, opportunity when it strikes. You know what your priorities are, mm-hmm. um, and, and you go out after them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has included um, uh, a lot of environmental issues, mm-hmm. how agriculture fits with, with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has included um, underst- a couple of really big trends uh, have been understanding the microbiome, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. microbial communities in every context from human health to the soil to animal health and that is something where we've built enormous strength and, and we still has a lot of capability. Uh, another area is the importance of data science and everything that we do yeah. in agriculture and the life sciences and uh, you know right now we are actually doing some planning on what where are our strengths, where do we need to invest to keep us really really strong there. Um, so, so that strategic plan
planning has been um, a, a theme. And I hear from my department chairs that they like that momentum and they want to keep that going. Yeah, that momentum just didn't happen per chance. You've concentrated, you're very open with your dialogue, be it elected officials, organizations, associations, commodity groups. You keep that, you keep that relationship up all the way around. And we were talking about, for example, state budget. It is paying dividends mending those fences. Absolutely. The relationships, you, I can't say enough about how important those are. And that is with some key legislators. Mm -hmm. But I would say even more than that, it's with our commodity groups and professional organizations, um, getting to know one another, knowing what their priorities were, ours, where we had joint priorities. It's been huge. I never could have foreseen the Dairy Hub, the Dairy Innovation Hub, which was has been a fantastic investment, not only in Cal's, but in UW, our, our partner campuses, you know, mm -hmm. at River Falls and Platteville. Um, we're into year three now of that investment. It's making such a huge payoff. And it has also um, not only increased our capacity for research and attracting top talent to this state, which we envisioned, but it really has made closer uh, ties among the three campuses um, mm -hmm. at every level. Leadership to students and faculty in between. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so that's been a great payoff. And that has been because our stakeholders advocated for it. Mm -hmm. It gives me a lot of pleasure to see uh, issues like this where we've had bipartisan support mm -hmm. at the state level, at the federal level. Agriculture is meaningful to everybody. Uh, and understanding that, you know, knowing that our, our elected officials get that uh, and will support us has been, you know, such a big boost. Dean Kate Vandenbosch along with us, College of Ag and Life Sciences. We know that uh, she has announced she'll be departing and uh, search is underway. Tell me a little bit about your peers at other agriculture schools around the United States. What have they been facing? You know, Kate, you had to go through a pandemic and that impacted not only your uh, student population, your uh, educational modes, it impacted everything. How are they doing versus you? Did you learn from each other? Tell us what it was like to be calling the shots during a pandemic where there was no playbook. Oh yeah, there were a lot of challenges. I think the first challenge was um, uh, how are we going to be able, we had to get off campus. Mm -hmm. How are we going to be able to resume research so that we won't lose a, a whole season for the people that do field research? And that was a place where the peers uh, really interacted. How are you evaluating risk? and how are you getting people out there? Remember, that was March when we had to shut down. That's a pretty critical time for planning a field season. And due to a lot of effort uh, of folks on campus, uh, we, we didn't miss much. You know, we were able to keep moving forward. I know that a lot of our faculty put the needs of their graduate students first. So if they had to cut back, they cut back something else. Mm -hmm. So to keep the, the research of the graduate students moving forward. Uh, and I know that sharing tips was really important among our associate deans spread across the Midwest, mm -hmm. for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of coping with uh, the on-campus stress and instruction, uh, a lot of uh, tip sharing also. Kate. Vandenbosch, Dean of the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences, UW-Madison, will be retiring from that position at the end of the academic year. Almost 29 minutes after 5 o'clock, Rocky is going to join us next. And, of course, Rocky is over there at Premier Livestock. And uh, Premier Livestock is in the Withy area, right down 73. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's get over to Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Rocky Olson joins us this morning. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. You got enough snow shovels for all the kids to help out tomorrow morning or sometime? Oh, uh, yeah, we do if they want to use them all. Oh, <laughs> what's the alternative? Well, they're so busy, I guess it'd probably be just me doing it. Oh, man, oh, man. Well, that's, uh, that's yeah, you have nothing to do anyway, so. No, nope. <laughs> well, I know you're a busy man on the road, and uh, I saw a partial list of the machinery over there already on the lot. That's going to be a big sale on the 25th of March, and uh, we'll talk about that as we get closer. But let's talk about uh, this week's livestock activity. What's been going on at Premier? 
Uh, thank you, Bob, and good morning, everyone. This is uh, yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We sold 237 head of dairy cattle, uh, many top supreme quality, uh, Holstein fresh cows, many reputation consigners there, most of them bringing 1,700 to 2,500, uh, many other milk cows and spring and heifers from 1,200 to 1,675, uh, better quality spring and heifers, uh, 1,300 to 1,650, the lesser quality and blemish cows and spring and heifers, 11. And down. We did have a nice red Holstein breeding bull that topped the sale. Uh, he was about 1,300 pounds and he brought $2,000. Next week, uh, Wednesday's dairy cattle auction, we got a complete dispersal of uh, 40 crossbred dairy cows. Going to be uh, grazing cows, uh, Jersey Cross, Swedish Red Cross, Normandy Cross, uh, all milking very well, all bred to Angus bulls, and most of that herd's going to be due to calve back in September. Uh, several uh, exceptional consignments of supreme quality Holstein fresh cows. I mean, these are the really good ones. And then we got several loads of spring and heifers, including one load out of the Peterson uh, dispersal, uh, one of the best herds that we sold here last year. Uh, also next week, a uh, special feeder cattle auction, uh, bread stock cow auction. We are expecting around six to 700 head of feeder cattle. Uh, we do have two complete beef herds of uh cows. I'm um, going to be kind of nicer quality cows. We're going to have a herd of black and red Angus. Uh, we're going to have a herd of Herefords and black Baldies. Both those herds are going to be bred to Angus bulls, spring calvers. Uh, full details at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Uh, questions, call us anytime, 715-229-2500. Like I said at the top, uh, got lots of equipment uh, heading on in. We're going to start taking pictures uh, this week and next week. Uh, so if you got consignments in, uh, we're going to hold off a little bit on the smaller consignments, but if you guys got bigger equipment, uh, get it in. Uh, we're looking forward to that coming up here March 25th. Uh, looks like it's going to be a super, super auction, so uh, that's the way it's shaped up, Bob. Sounds good, Rocky. All right, we'll uh, let you go and uh, keep up the good work. You're a busy man. All right. All right, have a great day. There he goes. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Markets, now we got weather. We're going to talk to Mike next. Brought to you by Alpharax. Alpharax Seed is your trusted source for premier alfalfa varieties today and tomorrow. Alpharax Seeds has an innovative product portfolio with the latest alfalfa technologies. High Just and Harve Extra for quality-minded growers. High Ton for aggressive hay growers. And also Roundup Ready Alfalfa. Alpharex Seeds is backed by Corteva AgriScience, which has one of the largest alfalfa breeding programs in the United States. And Alpharex Seeds has the alfalfa and forage expertise to assist you in making the best purchasing decisions for your farming operation. Alpharex stands for alfalfa and forage excellence. Alfalfa and forage is all they do. Alpharex knows alfalfa, trusted for today's serious alfalfa producer. For top alfalfa production in both quality and quantity, see an Alpharex dealer. Ardot Milling and Poskin Feed Mill. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We need to check our weather because it could affect you if you're going to be driving later on. Let's go over to Skywarn 13. Mike Dandry is up and at him. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Bob. How we doing? Well, we're doing well right now. I have tomorrow morning, it might be a little whiter out there, huh? What's going on? Oh, boy. Well, uh, we've got uh, quite the active pattern. I was telling Alex yesterday this is more of an upside-down, inside-out, turn it sideways, shake it out, and see what you got left sort of forecast. In other words, it's Wisconsin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, really looking at it, we've got some flurries out there right now, and those will continue through the early morning hours. But otherwise, we may get a couple breaks in the cloud cover to start the day, maybe even a peak or two of sunshine. But temperatures will warm up to about the upper 20s by the afternoon. And then later on this afternoon is when we'll start to see a good bit of that snowfall. It'll start off mostly as snow, I should say. But as those temperatures continue to rise behind that warm front, well, we may even see a little bit of freezing precipitation, freezing rain, a little bit of a mix. Temperatures actually continuing to warm up overnight by around uh, mid-30s even. But looking at snowfall totals, about uh, maybe one to two inches possible in Eau Claire, a little bit more as we head towards the north. Starting off tomorrow morning, maybe a chance of some freezing drizzle again, or as uh, Darren likes to call it, some frizzle. 
but the temperatures will actually fall throughout the day tomorrow with uh, mostly cloudy conditions. Temperatures falling to about the upper teens by later on in the afternoon. And by tomorrow night, well, we may even dip back below zero with partly cloudy conditions and a low around three degrees below zero. Setting up for a much colder day on Saturday, mostly sunny, but temperatures struggling to get out of the single digits. Right now in Eau Claire, a couple flurries out there and a temperature of 19 degrees. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Mike Dandria. And up in Barron, Russ, those counties, watch out. You're going to get more? Yes, they actually have those winter weather advisories. Those are scheduled to start at 2 o'clock, and they'll be in effect until midnight tonight. All right. We'll keep an eye on it. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Bob. Have a good one. You bet. Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn 13 looking at our weather on wax. Morgan's going to join us with the news next. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get some of our other news this morning. We go into the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is there, sitting, waiting to join us this morning, which we appreciate always. So who does the shoveling at home? You or that no good Alex? You've seen the way I walk. (laughs) It looks... Hunched over like you're always in that... I I have my winter back on. I clearly do the shoveling at home. That a girl. That (laughs) a girl. So I know you'll be here tomorrow morning. The snow won't bother you. No, I'll shovel a path the whole way here. Anything to get here and perform for you, Bob. Absolutely. I know you'll be here. What's going on? We'll do that. We'll shovel out those headlines from the 715 newsroom. And that begins with some local updates on a homeless count. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. We know Eau Claire's latest homeless count finds more people living in the streets. Western Dairyland is one of the groups in charge of that count in Eau Claire and says teams found 26 people who don't have homes in the city in the last time Eau Claire counted in January of 2020. They did find nine homeless people. The count will be used for policy decisions as well as possible funding from state or federal governments. We look to the political stage with U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin chiming in on a national issue now joining an ongoing bipartisan push to make stock trading illegal for federal lawmakers, their spouses, and children. The Wisconsin Democrat says that allowing lawmakers to directly profit from their jobs at the U.S. Capitol breeds corruption. It also means that they won't have conflict of interest where they're trying to Uh, create policies that help a certain industry where they have stock holdings. Baldwin says that lawmakers should be focusing on the lives of their constituents and not lining their own pockets with insider information. Well, the search continues when it comes to city manager. Eau Claire could be closer. Two finalists for the job are set for more interviews and public forums later this month. President Terry Weld saying they hope to settle on somebody before the end of February. Both finalists for the job are from here in the city of Clearwater. 715newsroom.com for more info. The state legislature's Joint Finance Committee has approved spending for nearly $200 million on child care in the Dairyland. Committee co-chair Representative Mark Bourne says those federal funds were already earmarked, but they needed to sign off on a plan from the Department of Children and Families. The plan uh, certainly invests in the child care workforce, which are key to making our child care centers and places for our kids to be cared successful. Other items that got approved yesterday include funding for state egg grants and boosts to nursing training. And get ready to jump around. The work at Camp Randall Stadium should be wrapped up in time for football season. Crews renovating the south end zone to make way for some new premium seats. And, Bob, there will be hospitality suites as well. I think probably one with your name on it. The hope is to have a main structure in place by May, then allow crews to focus on laying some new brick in the stadium so you can get ready to do your jump around. I know you like to go to Camp Randall. That's an experience. Yeah, I've got season tickets down yep. there, but that's the uh, the end zone. People wonder which end zone. That's the, the field house end zone, but mm-hmm. I don't know what's that going to be because band day. They always get the high school bands down there, and they fill up the bleachers there. But now, if they're you know everything is for the almighty dollar, right? So I don't know if they're going to be taking all those seats out. I I don't know the exact plan, but uh, so the bands won't be able to get in there. I I'm don't sure know. they've thought that part through. But actually, there's a Boyceville connection. One of Siggy's teacher's sons plays in the band, yeah. and she goes down there to watch the game sure. a lot. And he said she's just as proud to watch a you know a kid that's on the field playing as you are to watch a kid in the band. The UW band's a big deal. So. Oh, you, and that's one thing I miss watching on TV. You know, at halftime of all these games on TV. They always have these these talking heads of these guys that are telling us what we just saw. Mm-hmm. I'd rather watch the bands yeah. because these bands are wonderful. Well, and they're as dedicated with their practices oh. as the athletes. Oh, That's no joke there. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And they get one credit for being in the band. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they get all of our appreciation oh, when they're, they're out good. there. Absolutely. They're wonderful. That's, uh, you could have been a, did you play an instrument? <laughs> 
the recorder Better in go. elementary school. That's where I tapped out for musical ability. Well, I understand you're pretty good on the kazoo. Don't get me started on those kazoos. <laughs> okay, goodbye. All right, thanks, Bob. There goes Margaret in the newsroom. We'll, we'll leave it at that this morning. If you're looking for Alpharex seed in the Poskin area, then you want to talk to Tyler Litwiller at the Poskin Feed Mill in Poskin. And Tyler, tell me about uh, your history with Alpharex. About how long have you guys been handling Alpharex seed? We've been selling Alpharex seed for three years now. And what have the farmers said about it as far as what they like about it, flexibility, cutting, whatever? Well, it's got good flexibility for cutting. It's got good comeback every winter. It's got strong stand. It grows good. It's got good tonnage. Real good, high-quality yielding stuff. There's no no questions about it. It's a good dairy product. So the dairymen like it. Tell me about Poskin Feed Mill, Tyler. Your products and services that you provide to the farmers, how big a territory will you cover? We cover uh, probably... Uh, 50-mile radius from Poskin there. Do a lot of feed for beef cattle, dairy cattle, uh, pigs, chicken. We pretty much have feed for any animal that you got to raise. We got feed for them, and if we don't have it, we'll get it or we'll make it. I was going to say, you do some custom uh, milling, don't you? That's right, yep. And tell me about uh, what the folks at Alpharex have told you as far as the availability of seeds, some of the new varieties to be excited about for this coming year? Well, they come out with a, a new one for last year already, which is the Roundup Ready product. It's a 463 Roundup Ready. It's a, just a phenomenal product. I actually have it on my own farm. We use that stuff, and it is top-notch for tonnage and quality. There's no problems with getting it. We have it on the floor at this time. But don't wait. Get it now. But uh, that's good stuff. Tyler, thanks for visiting with us, and uh, hopefully we'll have a good 2022. Sounds good. Thank you. You too. Tyler Litwiller with us again from the Poskin Feed Mill at Poskin, another Alpharex seed dealer in our area. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's quarter to six. Let's hear what Amber from Barron Equity has to tell us about their sale yesterday. Fed cattle high-yielding choice Holstein steer sold from $1.15 to $1.2975. Choice Holstein steer sold from $1 to $1.14. Unfinished steers and heifers sold from $99 and down. Call cows, the top 20% sold from $68 to $76, topping out at $77. 60% sold from $53 to $67, and the bottom 20% sold from $52 and down. Call bulls sold from $75 to $95. Calves quality Holstein bull calves sold from $50 to $120, topping out at $170. Light and poor quality calves sold from $40 and down. Beef calves sold from 100 to 230. Our next sheep and goat sale is February 19th at 10 a.m. If you have any questions, please contact Al at 608-477-5825. Thank you and have a good day. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And now let's hear from Scott Herman from Equity Sparta. Slaughter cow market was steady today with 20% of the cows 60 to 75 and a half. 60% of the cows sold 45 to 59, and 20% of the cows were 44 and down. Slaughter bulls were steady with the high-yielding bulls, 75 to 95. Canner and utility bulls, 74 and down. Fed cattle were steady today with the choice overnight beef steers and heifers, 135 to 148. Select the choice beef steers and heifers, 120 to 135. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers, 115 to 130. Your choice overnight Holstein steers, 117 to 121. Your choice Holstein steers, 108 to 116. And the standard to select steers and heifers and heavyweight steers, 107 and down. Replacement calves are steady with the top Holstein bull calves, 70 to 110. Heifer calves, 10 to 50. And the beef calves, 150 to 230. Just a reminder, this next Thursday, February 17th, will be our next uh, bread beef cow sale with bread beef cows at noon, followed by our regular feeder sale following the beef cows. Thank you. This has been Scott Herman with your Sparta Equity Market Report for Wednesday, February 9th. Have a great day. Thanks, Scott. You have a great day, too. We're going to go to the Stratford sale barn with Mr. Fitzgerald next. But I want to tell you about my dentist first. Smiling Bob at you. 
Markets continue as we head over to the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. You got the plow on or you got gas in the snowblower, Jerry? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Uh, yes, on both counts, but uh, I'm not going to get too excited. Uh, <laughs> but I guess we'll, we're in line for something. And we got kind of a little smorgasbord yesterday. Uh, uh, get a little snow, a little... I don't think the freezing rain really was always about 33, 34. Yeah, but, not uh, bad. Not no, bad, but, but we need a little more. I'd like to see a little more snow on the ground here because uh, we need it around here. So I'm not... Uh, not too concerned about it. Three, four, five inches, that's not bad. Well, how's the markets going so far this week? It's Thursday already. Yes, it is, Bob. Thank you. And markets are going good. And a good morning to everyone. And a summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. We'll start with the feeder cattle auction yesterday. Uh, good demand continues on these feeder cattle. Lighterweight, uh, lighterweight uh, feeders yesterday, these are the beef feeders. They're selling mostly from $1.15 to $1.70. Heavier beef feeders, mostly from $1 to $1.45. Holstein feeders, good demand. Uh, about all weights of the Holsteins yesterday, selling from 90 up to 122 now on the cow market, strong cow market yesterday, uh, high-yielding uh, high yielding fleshier cows yesterday, Holsteins and beef cows, selling from 70 up to 84 and a half. Uh, most of the cows, your average cows, are selling between 50 and 69. Uh, thinner, plainer cows below 50, not too many cows below 50, just your poor-yielding light carcass cows. On the bull market yesterday, high-yielding bulls selling from 87 to a dollar with a top at 102 and a half. Lighter weight bulls below 80. Fat cattle also very, very strong. Uh, choice grading Holstein steers uh, selling from $1.05 to $1.17. High yielding choice, strictly prime Holsteins, 118 to 127. Fat grading cattle, a dollar and below. The calf market, uh, good demand on the bull calves. However, buyers continue to be very selective, but your good quality 95 230 pound bull calves selling from 75 to 175. Uh, very limited demand on these heifer calves, 25 and back. Beef calves yesterday's auction selling from 150 to 250. And like Bob said, we're out Thursday already, so we start this morning at 11 o'clock. Full marketing day here at Stratford, including market cows. Cattle, market bulls, baby calves, I'll uh, get to those around 12, 1230 this afternoon. So uh, just I uh, want to take a look at the schedule for next week, of course, full marketing week on tap. Next dairy cattle sale will be next Tuesday. Also our next sale, also next Tuesday, next feeder cattle sale next Wednesday. And like I've been mentioning, if you folks are interested, uh, please uh, do check our website out for the schedule for annual district meetings. And uh, Things are getting back to normal, sort of, whatever that is, and we are planning on having a, a traditional sit-down meetings with a meal. So uh, looking forward to seeing the folks. Uh, that'll be in March, though, Bob. So you'll you have bet. the schedule available. You can. Time gets closer. I'm sure you will be uh, putting that on. You bet. So. We'll be reminding the people, that's for sure. Have a good one, Jerry. We'll talk to you in the morning. You too, Bob. And uh, just uh, be a little careful shoving snow. You got, you've got some neighbors, don't you? Oh, I got neighbors with all kinds of equipment, but I've got my own blower. I'm, uh, I enjoy it. It's fun. So uh, we'll, because uh, I haven't done a whole lot yet this winter. <laughs> Have yeah, a good well, one, yeah, too. We'll talk not, to the, what's that? There's not too much snow in Hawaii. <laughs> no, there's not much snow in Hawaii. That's for sure. Thanks, Jerry. Jerry over there at the Stratford Sail Barn. 19 degrees. And yeah, later on this afternoon, snow's starting to fall. Farther north you go, the more we get, maybe three, four, five inches. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get more markets. We're going over to Treen Livestock in Fort. Michelle is with us. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Bob. Valentine's Day is Monday, so have you hinted about uh, what you want for Valentine's Day? Like a, like uh, no, I haven't. A trip to Florida <laughs> someplace? Or Hawaii that I got gypped on. Yeah, you, you can know. go along. I didn't. I didn't know. I see. I didn't know you'd like Hawaii. I thought that may be too hot for you. Uh, yeah. I just. I don't know how that would go with you. I mean, why unpack? Right? You must have just a permanent suitcase that just always has uh, all that. I didn't unpack. I just threw it on the living room floor and took it out and washed it and thrown it back in. And uh, but I don't have to take quite as much. But uh, looking forward to leaving uh, on Monday for our farm tour. So that'll be fun. But. Uh, After it, this weekend, it's going to feel good. Yeah, it really will feel good, that's for sure. But we better go to work. Yeah. How did the sale go last night? All right, I'll tell you all about it. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Wednesday, February 9th at Tureen Ledgeback Market in the Spotted Market. We kept at 76 with a consignment by Jeff Potter of Excellent. 82% of the cows flipped from 56 and above. Market cows were 66 to 76 
Low yielding cows 55 to 65, thin and weak cows 53 and lower. In the Holstein Steer Market Choice and Prime, 104 to 124, selects for 102 and down. In the low market, high yielding beef types came in at 70 to 90, with the utilities of 65 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein low calves are from 85 to $180 per head. We tapped at 201 with a consignment by Michael Shemansky of Greenwood. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $25 per head. Beef beef cross calves, 80 to 325 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 61 to 67. Sows were 60 to 73 and a half. Boars were 28 and down. Our next show will be Monday, February 14th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have any questions or you would like an on-farm visit, give us a call at the market. At 715-669-7127. And, of course, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the fishery livestock, if you only own an operating market, have a great day. I suppose you'll be busy all weekend making heart-shaped cookies that say, Be My Valentine and things like that for <laughs> all the guys and gals that come to the sale on Valentine's Day on Monday? I just always appreciate you for this kind of stuff. <laughs> Well, I like to give the idea, so you're on top of it. You'll be the only one that'll have you a... are You are the most creative, you know, <laughs> I just can't thank you enough for all the ideas. <laughs> well, it's the least really? I can do. It's the least I can you do. You could probably do that for me right before you leave on your wonderful trip. Well, I might be able to, but uh, you're you're a lot better cook than I am, so... Okay, but I think okay. the folks should be excited about Valentine's Day at Treen Livestock. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they will be. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Uh, hey, have a great trip. Thank you very much. That's Michelle over at Treen Livestock in Thorpe. I'll bet you'll have something for Valentine's Day. And Synergy Cooperative bringing our markets. Dairy markets were good. So the Board of Trade up 25 cents on the beans yesterday in the March contract. Corn up 14 and overnight. March corn up a fraction at 647. The oats at 770. Wheat up five at 790. March soybeans up eight, 1602. Meal up 490 a ton at 46680. Country elevator prices this morning. Doomers, Doomers Buck Country Grain. Their corn is at 585 and 1536. Wheat and Chippewa's location, 591 and 1532. five 591 for corn and 1529 for soybeans. Golden Plump, 588 on the corn. Also at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, 588 on the corn. 1533 for the beans at Baldwin, Durand, and Elmwood. 1528 at Mondovi, 1523 in Fall Creek. At Osseo, the corn's 598. The beans, 1533. Stevens Point, 1520. And the beans, Elk Mound, 593 and 1529. Sparta, $6 on the corn, 1531. And the beans, Ellsworth, 575 and 1518. Ethanol plants, Boyceville, 611 on the corn. Stanley, 602 to Richmond, 595. Barrel cheese down three and a quarter, 185 and three quarters. Blocks, 190. Butter up two and a half, 253 and a quarter. February class three down three, 2066. March up 36, 2204. April up 62 at 2251. May up a half a dollar at 2220. Hey, we got snow coming later on. Wax 104.5.